The field in front of you is completely flat, as if a hand had come from above and flattened all the trees. A lone black obelisk stands, carved with runes conveying danger and despair onwards. The air is heavy. The colors of the trees have faded away, almost bleached of their hues. However, much more pressing is the creature in front of you. Undulating mass of black sinew and ooze, gargantuan, half of its body hides in the ground, the other half larger than the trees you have seen just past. The stridations break away to reveal the interior of the grotesque beast. Corpse, lined snake, with body parts jutting out, becoming the legs to this hellish centipede. The beast squeezes and uses its sinews and muscles to draw the screams from the corpses lining its body. You guys look around and uh, it's the five of you. Mm-hmm. Right? Kala, Stefan Lair, the party, the boys, and Gambi. So six of you actually. Yes. He is a part of the party. Gambi is MVP. He is the party. What do you guys do? Run. I think I second that option. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a... Uh, Which direction? Should we go towards the obelisk or away? I think... How fast does it look? I mean, it we have no information about this thing. All right. let's, I'd say let's just run towards the obelisk because we need to get in that direction eventually, right? For so, now, yeah. So let's head in that direction. If we can. Like, if is we can. there even like a clear path towards it? So while you guys are deliberating, you see that the beast begins to move in odd motions, starts to swing its body about digs into the ground it's moving much faster than you expected the tremors start to shake and start to rumble and you see clearly it's coming for you guys okay uh just let's run direction of the obelisk okay i'm gonna start sprinting i also sprint along with you okay so compared to where we are we're on the road right yeah you just hit like an open field okay is he between us and the obelisk basically he's to your left to our left. Okay, yeah, like so, so you can see the obelisk. You can make it to there if you wanted to. Okay. If the road, let's say it's 12 o'clock heading and the guy is about like nine. At mm-hmm. Nine. I'm going to head uh, maybe like three o'clock. Bear one two. Two thirty. Yeah, two thirty. One to two. Uh, two. Let's go two. Okay. Now, when it started moving towards us, did it seem like it immediately sense that we were there or was it kind of like as we were talking it seemed like it knew we were there it seemed like it knew you were there regardless okay. all right it's like maybe it's kind of like one of those tremor things and you just don't make sounds oh yeah <laughs> or it feels like vibrations right right all right so um i'm gonna position myself behind whoever's behind try to cover their the rear a little bit uh and i'm gonna tell kala to call it get gambi moving fast as you can before you can finish your sentence, you see Gambi and Kala are zipping through. They're going really fast. Behind him is Stefan Lair, who's trying to hold up his robe and trying to run as fast as he can. He's slowing. He's slower than the most of you. I would like to ask if I can make a perception check to see if this thing uses his eyes. Okay. And what kind of difficulty would that be? Average. Rolling. Four. Eyeballs. <laughs> so one success, one threat. There is no eyes on this creature. What's its head is like the skull of what looks to be a large lizard. Maybe if dragons were real, it'd be a dragon. Mm. So with your success in one threat, you see that on this creature is purple glowing runes. But no eyes. No eyes. So Kala can't use his solar flare. So it buries into the ground. What do you guys do? Okay. Um, I like Stefan Lair. But my priority is a party, so I'm going to position myself behind the slowest non-Stefan Lair party member. 
Um, I'll try to help him out if I can, but um, not making any promises. Okay. Um, explain to me what it looks like as you guys are running. Well, I think uh, Luke is uh, trying to keep pace with everybody else. Uh, he's not the most agile, so I don't know how well he's doing. But uh, he's uh, constantly checking over his shoulder, trying to get a position for when he's going to have to turn and stand his ground. I am hauling ass, trying to keep on the trail and pace of Giambi and Kala. Uh, I think I'm going to grab Stefan and sort of like try to pull him along with me. So you, Walker... Leading the pack, you start to notice that their verse becomes very thick. It's almost like a haze is in front of you. It's hard to see and it's hard to breathe. Give me a resilience check, average. It is not a success, but it's just one threat. Just one threat. So you take one strain. As the situation, the foreboding danger starts to make its way into your 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 brain, your knowledge. As I'm encountering a coughing fit, I take a look behind me and I see... The three men, however, they're obscured by this deepening fog, and the closest person I do see is John. Kind of near the back with the... Well, they're all together, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But I see him. It's, it's more like a blob of people. And to avoid losing my way, I'm just going to go ahead and focus on where Kala and Giambi are, since I don't think they're having as much trouble knowing that Kala has those goggles as well. As you look back, the tremors begin to get worse and worse. And it juts underneath Stefan, Luke, and John. Give me a coordination check. Hard. Uh, John. Oh. You get a setback because you're holding Stefan. Success, two threat. Three successes, two threat. As you guys are running, you feel the earth unheave beneath you and starts to mess with the traction of your 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 feet start to trip and fall but you catch your guys balance and catch yourself john you pick up stefan you carry him are you carrying him are you just kind of helping him i'm kind of like i'm probably holding like his robe like pulling him along like trying to help him keep pace right so you see as you guys do so stefan's trying to take off his robe He's trying to become more agile because he knows that it's holding him back right now. And he looks at you and goes, this is this is bad. Uh, I can't really run right now. I need, I need some help. Cut me. You got to cut me. <laughs> John, cut me. Okay. <laughs> I might uh, try to toss you my dagger <laughs> if, you, if I think that'd be helpful. Yeah, to be fair, I don't think I think I just have my bow and some arrows yeah. right now. All right, I have I'm going to have a dagger i'm just gonna pass it over if oh, i can no. is that a coordination check no but when you toss the dagger you feel it touch your fingertips and it goes back oh to luke <laughs> i'm right i'm just gonna use an arrow then and try to cut it with the arrowhead <laughs> I, I i don't know how close i am i might be able to do it with the dagger myself so i uh i uh he's, he said he wants me to cut him so i stab him with the arrow. No, I'm, um. <laughs> I'm dying because i fate way better <laughs> you gotta carry me now <laughs> Yeah, no, I, like, cut the ropes that it basically just will, like, come off. Like, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think it's very hard to do. Right. So, as you do, the ropes fall to the floor. You see he has on slacks, but he doesn't have, like, a shirt under. You see his body is gangly. It's really long and lanky. But even worse is his body is covered in a multitude of scars. We gotta get going. This is bad, bad, bad. That's what I'm looking for, by the way, but this is bad. Like, we're not ready for this. Yes, I agree. We need to move. So, we cut back to the boys in the front. 
Kala is making pace. He's running, running towards the obelisk um, with Gamby. Though he notices that you're trying to come by. So he slows down a bit. Hey, Walker! Jump on, jump on! Okay. Coordination or athletics? I choose coordination. Okay. It's uh, easy with a boost. This success with two successes. So what I do is, um, seeing it has it slowed down enough, and I was still keeping the original speed that I had, I put my hands out and then kind of just push up so that my legs go over, and I'm right behind Kala. Okay. You guys are getting further and further into the area towards the obelisk, and you notice that the haze just keeps on getting more and more dense. Mm-hmm. I say to Kala, I think. John, Luke, and Stefan will be okay because thankfully John has the goggles so they could see their way through. Do we have to make some sort of resilience check now? Yep. Walker, you see Kala. He's He has on his red scarf as like a makeshift bandana over his mouth and everything. He has his goggles on. He's, it looks he's like he's ready to go. Okay. Nope, pulling up my scarf once I see the thick fog. Trying to see whatever that helps me with. Can I... Uh kind of pull my, my cloak over my face. Two successes and two boosts. Two failures and a advantage. So with two failures, you breathe in, you could feel their vernus burn at your lungs. You take two wounds. So what do you guys want to do with your advantages? Uh, I want to see if there's anything I can do to try to anticipate what kind of movement it's next is it likely to like pump up the ground and if it does like right now it's in the ground it's in the ground so it's just gonna pop up any second uh, I guess I'll take those advantages and try to uh, help uh, John out as best I can so am I just like hacking up along right now Does yeah like slow down a little bit like, okay I might try to help him along and actually take an action to, to tug him along as he tugs uh, Stefan along it's like a chain everybody's holding hands a nice chain of tugging chain of death in a second here so as you guys are running, you guys lift up your cloaks, your scarves. You see Stefan picks up some of his cloak that was tattered on the floor now and uses it to cover his mouth. And he's running. He's running. He's actually quite quick now that he's uh, took off his training armor. Nice. It's Piccolo from DBZ. Yeah, you have like the really heavy uh, yeah. shoulder pads. Yeah, it drops on the floor. And he starts running. He's booking it. And he's actually a lot faster than you thought he was going to be. Good. Great. Okay, I think uh, the next thing is going to be to unite the party. So I'm going to try to find them. Uh, I probably can't see them in the Severness. Well, you can see like outlines. Outlines. Crude. Yeah, so but I, you can I, tell. I, you can you can tell for sure since it's only you guys and a boy on top of a water buffalo or two of them now. What can we see in the horizon towards the direction that we're running? Or more forests. More forests, but devoid of color. Okay. Um, Okay, I think I'm just gonna book it, you know, keep uh, running as fast as we can in that direction. So, Gibbs Chase, or we have to confront it. I think I'm gonna try to give the goggles to Luke since I'm having a hard time and I'm like slowing down. I'm like, if I can see he's trying to kind of like unite the the party, then I'm gonna try to like pull him off and hand him to him. I'm like, here. Okay, if I notice them, I'll take him. Okay. So, as you guys do that, the beast springs forward from underneath the ground. See that it's towering above you. Corpses that line its bodies are trying to grab at you. I'm gonna make some checks. Give me your guys's brawn. Uh, three brawn. Four successes. Mm. Four successes. One 
um, threat. What about you? It's two. Four successes, one threat, and this is one, two, three. Four successes and just four successes, but one triumph. The beast starts to pull you. It grabs onto you, Luke and John. Luke, you're a little bit more hardy than John is, so it doesn't completely envelop you right away. John, unfortunately, it grabs you and it starts to pull you into it. What is it grabbing with? So all of its appendages are pretty much corpses. I'm picturing like a centipede, but instead of legs, it has corpses. Is that the idea? Yep. And it's picking you. Roll me a probability. What? The hundreds, baby. Oh, I roll it. I critted you. You are maimed. One of the target's limbs is permanently lost. The creature pulls you in. One of them grabs onto your body. Another one springs out from the, the black ooze and grabs onto your arm. The force of the two of them grabbing at you, you begin to sh- rip. You hear first your shoulder pop out, and then soon the skin begins to separate. The tendons and the muscles become part of this creature. Uh, can it be in my right arm, please? It is your right arm. Okay. Do you look back? Yes. Uh, Walker. I look back. Because I have not heard a peep from them, but I did hear the rumbling of the monster emerging from you the probably ground. probably heard some screaming. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Okay. You see Kala is focused. I heard him screaming. I think they got caught. We got to help them. There's some hesitance in Kala, but so he brings Gambi back around. As he's running back, you see Stefan is already crazy distance away from the rest of the group somehow hmm. in the right direction he's running towards the obelisk okay he's running towards you guys so as you guys are running back there's concern on his face why, why are you guys going back what what's happening we leave no one behind much like how we haven't left you behind just keep going you left me behind john picked me up we're running for our lives we had to lead the way You're flip-flopping right now. Just keep going. Which way? Tordiopolis, come help us. Regardless, you know more people is better. Fine. And you see he starts to book it with you guys. You two. The undulating mass carries you. You start to feel nauseous. But as you guys are close to the creature, you now notice that on its bodies are the runes, sigils, arcane markings. It's familiar to what you saw back on the boat way back when three days ago hmm. i i am probably not paying much attention to that i'm just like ow my fucking arm oh my god <laughs> yeah uh, i don't remember how i activated the rune so um it just gives me probably a feeling of dread from like the last time i saw them um yeah i think uh luke is kind of feeling like it's do or die time so it's gonna be time to like Set up the make his last stand if it comes down to it and go down fighting. So, okay, uh, give me a check either athletics or coordination to get your way out of there, unless you can think of something different. What's actually holding us in right now? The corpses, uh, I think I just kind of want to hack at those corpses. Okay, the corpses are holding you in, the undulating mass has gotten John. Oh, okay, uh, so I'm gonna try to break out of the corpses then with uh, athletics, mm-hmm. and then if I can get to John, try to sever him away at least. Make a stab at it, okay. literally. Um, 
Okay, like so that. here's my athletics uh, difficulty. Average. Average. Okay, that is three successes, one threat. Um, so yeah, so I think uh, Luke's probably just like kind of going into a little bit of rage mode, you know, kind of like really feeling like now's the time kind of thing. So um, he's just going to uh, take the pommel of his sword and just like knock back at the corpses and just kind of like muscle his way over to John. Right. So you hit the corpses, the they grips loosen and you start to make your way back. John, what are you doing? I guess fighting for my life. So give me a, a coordination or athletics, but you have a setback. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's a bunch of uh, advantages, but a failure. So describe the situation. I think just the shock of losing John, like John losing his arm, it's just kind of like taking over. Like he's having a hard time trying to struggle because he's just like, oh my God, like his brain is just racked with like, I'm probably going to die, like all this crazy stuff. So he isn't able to really function properly <laughs> right now. <laughs> a little bit in shock, I guess. So yeah, not really able to move. Right. I think uh, if uh, Luke sees this uh, and uh, he sees him struggling but failing, uh, he's kind of going to go a little bit into soldier mode and try to yell words of encouragement at him. Maybe give him a boost in the future. Kind of shouting like, hold on, soldier. Like, you're, <laughs> you're not done yet. Don't you die on me kind of thing. Right. Uh, I'll let you make that check in one second. Before that, you see the beast hits the floor, starts to slither about. It's coming towards Kala. Stefan and Walker and it begins to move in such a grotesque way but it's coming for you guys it's speed is it's picking up speed do we see John and Luke's location on where the beast is right now no okay while it's coming towards us I would like to use a rope and Ty, does um, Stefan hop on with us? Is he able to? Would that be too much for Gamby? You said that, well, Kala's young, very light. I'm also not very heavy. And Stefan, you said it's very lanky, gangly. Yes. So I feel like at least the three of us. Right. It'll, just, yeah. it'll give Kala and Gamby a setback if, we, if, if Stefan jumps on. Okay. Um, if it's possible, could we have all of us on so that we're fully mobile? Yeah, so you, do you tell him? Yes, I say hop on. And then with a rope, I would like to tie the three of us to Gamby because in the off chance that Gamby has a foothold and then we get anywhere near, we can still get pulled away. As you start to tie yourself to Gamby, you see Kala like kind of declines. Okay. And he's like, separate, separate, just in case. Yes, not all three of us and then to Gamby, like everyone one on a separate line, their own individual line on Gamby. Right. Yes. So as you're doing that, you see Stefan jumps on. Um, he's been carrying his skull head this whole entire time and starts to fix it onto his head. And you start to look at the creature as it writhes and moves and it takes a weird turn and you can see John and Luke on the creature's body. John engulfed by the the mass and you see Luke on top. He's making his way towards John and then he begins to make a speech. 
Uh, yeah, I think uh, he's going to be swinging his sword while he's uh, trying to use his leadership skills to keep his John's focus together, you know, not let John give in and, you know, just kind of like give up that last shred of hope kind of thing. Um, so I think he's going to make his attack first. That's going to be the priority. Uh, one success and... So you no, swing, seven. you do an overhand, overhand, overhand mm -hmm. chop. You swing down on the beast and your blade vibrates in your hand as you can't pierce through this thing's hide. Mm. You start to see that this thing is enveloping, John. As you do, you said you want to make a leadership check? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, difficulty? Average, but with a setback. Okay, so I'm going to be... John, you're going to live through this. You just got to hold on. You, you got to keep fighting, man. One success and one threat. So with the success, I'm going to say you give him a boost die. Cool. With the threat, you heal one of his strain if you're missing a strain. Yes. Yes. So you get a strain back. So your words start to uplift him, encourage him. John, you hear these words. What do you do? Uh, I think he just starts to calm down a little bit and like give, I guess, basically one last push to try to like break free where he's like all right i'm using like every bit of my strength right now to just try to break out of this uh athletics or coordination okay three successes and one advantage so with the three successes you feel this mass of fermenting dregs start to loosen and you start to make your way out what do you want to do with your uh, advantage uh, I mean, I can't heal wounds with that, right? Mm -mm. Uh, yeah, maybe just like somebody seeing that I broke out kind of gives them inspiration. Like, oh, thank God. Like, it's know. doable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. The beast starts to slither. It slides. And it does something odd. It makes a weird turn. And it corrals you guys. And it starts to force you in a certain direction. There seems to be an intelligence to this creature. And starts to push you towards the forest. Not back to where you came from, but towards the abyss. Kala looks at you, Walker. Uh, I don't know what we're supposed to do now. Kala, do you think that we can stop and fake it out? Because it's trying to direct us. But if we pull a sudden movement, we could try to confuse it, you know? Stefan, you know more about this thing than all of us, I think. Any ideas? You see, as you're doing this, Stefan's looking on his body to see if he has anything useful. And uh, he's looking, he's looking, he's looking. No, I don't know. It's, this is strange. I don't have enough research done yet. I was supposed to go back. This is only supposed to be a scouting mission. This is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Well, we have two of ours over there. Either way, we have to help them. Yeah. So Kala motions to you, Walker, to take the reins. I will. Take the reins. And uh, he starts to begin to cast a spell. He lobs a fireball at the creature. And as soon as it hits, it kind of just dissipates. And seems as almost nothing has happened. I say to Kala and Stefan, you know, I was trying to see if this thing could be blinded somehow. And I noticed that there are some weird markings on it. Maybe that could explain some things. That's when Stefan pipes up. Yeah, that's necromatic ma uh, magic bad news 
bad, bad news. We can't let it lead us where it wants to lead us. But we can't leave them behind either. But I feel like the way it's acting, it is trying to get us as well. So it's kind of focused, not so focused on uh, John or Luke because they're already, it probably feels like it has them in its grasp already. So I think the fake out would serve to buy us some time, especially since though that thing is maybe, it might be fast, but can be smaller and much more nimble, I would think. So you're going to make that check? Oh yeah, have the reins. Yes. Yeah, that's a writing check. It's going to be a hard check, but one, the purples is red. Let's hope for the best, boys. Does Gamby's Firefly activate, and could that provide a boost? It might provide a boost or a setback. A, a boost or a setback? Yeah, it depends. So then... I'm going to roll a percentage die. Roll no, percentage. No. I'm okay with this. Okay. Or do you want to roll the percentage die? I'll roll. High, low. High. 76. 76. So Firefly gave him an adrenaline boost. So, before you make the right check, you feel the necklace that was given to you by Asher begins to glow. You can hear the ocean behind you. You can feel the waves underneath you, and it picks you up and almost carries you. It upgrades on your it upgrades your check, so it gives you a green die. Hopefully, uh, I don't flip this buffalo upside down. <laughs> I would like to spend two story points. <laughs> okay. Do we have two story points? Yes. Yeah, because oh. I just I just used some. Just too. enough. Okay. Okay. The total of the check is one success, two advantage. Success, two advantage. All right. An expensive success. It seems important for this one because of how detrimental it could have been. Right. So what happens is I, knowing that everything that I have is not enough, even with the luck that I feel from Asher's necklace. I think back more on my sigil and it feels like luck has turned. And just when I feel like I was about to misstep with Giambi and take a tumble, everything just feels all right and everything's back on track. Right. So the rune that was on your body begins to glow. And what was an unfortunate situation became a success. Where do you guys begin to head? We basically, because it's trying to lead us, corral us, kind of like a, like a herd of cows, we, coming out of nowhere almost, I managed to get Giambi to pull a 180. Mm-hmm. And then we go back to try to um, head toward the obelisk, hopefully leading the monster there too, because it's trying to capture us, it seems. So you make your way towards the obelisk. You see the creature starts to turn. It starts to move. It rises. It starts to pull away. It's following you still. And Kala looks at you and goes, I think we lost it for now. But I don't think we're going to lose it for long in this, this field. It's so empty. We just need to buy time for Luke and John. And... Speaking of which, with the two advantages I got, could I be able to give John help? Yes. So that he can break free even more so and then... Ooh, I know exactly what it is. Okay. So the beast starts to pull forward, right? It gets close and closer and closer. And so with your two advantages, Stefan. Hey. Yeah. Slow down a little bit. Okay. So it starts to slow down and Stefan pulls out a vial from his pocket. 
and it's a small amount of liquid. And he throws it onto the beast where John is at. And you can see that some of the ooze starts to burn away. You are completely free now. Mm. What do you guys do? The two of you on the beast. Okay. Uh, how high are we up? Right. Does the beast kind of turn over and kind of have us high-ish? Or no, you guys are closer to the floor. Closer, closer to the floor? Cool. Uh, I'm going to try to dig him up. And if I feel like he needs help, which I assume he does, uh, I'm going to try to carry John, uh, try to start booking it towards uh, the rest of the party. Okay. So you start to pick him off. You pick him off the beast. You start to move. You see the beast starts to lean backwards, starts to burrow back into the floor. It's pushing. You guys are now all together as a party. Okay. We need to find somewhere safe, um, at least for now, till the thing goes away. The obelisk, back towards town. If we're fortunate enough, I ask, um, ask Stefan, does the obelisk have solid ground where it cannot come up from its burrow? As you guys are talking, Kala looks at John. He's like, uh, Walker, we got problems. Look, look at, look, look. And you see John is missing an arm. Something that you seem to have kind of just went over. I just, I'm just freaking out about the thing right now. And John, I know he's tough. So I don't have to worry about him as much. <laughs> so you see Kala takes off his red scarf. And he starts to like make a tourniquet for John. Thank you. <laughs> it's like, it's not gonna, it might not save your arm, but you're not gonna bleed out at least. Um, here, take my spot on Gambi. Uh, okay. Tie him up, tie him up. I tie him up tightly. So you guys tie him up. Okay, I think we're doing this as we're walking towards uh, the obelisk. Running. Yeah, we're, we're, Running. we're as yeah, fast yeah. as we can. Okay, just making sure we haven't stopped. All right, you can feel the tremor starting to get stronger and stronger and stronger. And Kala looks at you guys and he's like, I don't think we're safe here, guys. We might have to abandon our plan. It's, that's okay. I'd rather live. We can come back later. Yeah. I mean, if we die, we can't. So. Okay. We're worse for wear. The only way to go is forward then. All right. To the forest. So you guys begin to run into the forest. The haze becomes so, so thick. It's almost impossible to see. I would imagine you'd probably switch who's holding the goggles. Maybe um, I, I still have them on. I think. Are you uh, so? Uh, I asked Kala before he jumped off if I can grab him since I'm riding him. His goggles? Yeah. He looks at you. and He's like, oh, I don't know. I, I mean, sure. Here. You know what? No, 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 no. Switch with me. Keep the goggles. You ride Gambi much better. I just got lucky. I'll run alongside. I'm still okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think that'd be better for all of us. So behind Kala is John and Stefan. Behind them two is Walker and Luke. You guys are running towards the forest. The sprawling limbs of the trees look like deftly fingers trying to grab at you. You can see some deer running by. They're running in the same direction as you guys, away from this beast. You see all sorts of fauna and flora, some strange, some normal, but everything that you see has fear. You run, you run, and you run, and it becomes thicker and thicker. The Vernus is such a burden right now. 
it's impossible to see through unless you have the goggles. What do you guys do without the goggles? I hold on to Luke, seeing as he has the other pair so that he can help guide me as he can see the other party, the other part of the party. Okay. Uh, with uh, the goggles on, I'm trying to find anything that looks like a cave, anything that might be able to give us shelter. Right. So it can uh, recover. As you guys are writing, you see Kala begins to speak to Stefan. A few words are exchanged between the two. You see they switch seats. Kala's writing on the back. He's taking care of John right now. He's going to make a heel check for you. Yay. Hopefully it grows back like a little sprig. It's not bad. You got one success, one triumph, so you get one wound and one stress back. Okay. One strain. So he's taking care of you. He tourniquets your arm. He starts to apply some herbs to your wounds. Try to mitigate the pain that you're feeling. I think if I have like, uh, maybe sort of like a moment of, not necessarily like clarity, but just kind of like, it's sort of in a dazed like stupor at this point. Did anything, did any of those corpses, like were they, was anything distinct about them? Like, could I have possibly recognized any of them or something? Anything like that? How so? Like, were they all just kind of like, like almost looking like zombies at this point or were they actually did they kind of look like people they kind of look like people did any of them look familiar it's possible okay but i'm not really sure though yeah okay yeah it's definitely possible all right maybe one in particular kind of piques our interest and uh we'll talk about it okay so the corpses jut at you you see the beasts Reemerges from the ground. It pushes by you. Trees begin to crash into the floor. You see that the forest is in a in a mess. There's havoc. You see, in the front is Gambi, leading the way. Stefan, at reins. John trying to survive after getting his arm ripped off. Kala taking care of him. Walker and Luke, you guys are behind them looking looking for an escape some safety that's when you see Kala break off he jumps off Gambi he whispers into your ear John he, he whispers into your ear he pushes off and he runs into the abyss you see Gambi is leading a straight line through everybody roll me a vigilance check let's be fair if you don't have the goggles will it be a setback oh two Oh, had to be real. Had to be yeah. real about it. If you have the goggles, you get a boost. One success. One threat. Good. One triumph. One Ooh. advantage. Um, <laughs> that was no successes. One strength. Okay. So, what's your triumph? What do you want to do? What are triumphs usually good for? You can change the story up a little bit. Hmm, change the story up a little bit. I mean, as much as possible, I think the thing I'm fixated on is uh, trying to find an opportunity for shelter. So I think that's what I want. Like a cave, a tunnel, maybe something semi-high where I think uh, I might have a shot. Okay, so definitely. You see there's like a breakaway in the path towards what looks to be the face of a cave. Mm -hmm. Worse though is you hear galloping bison the knights of Berengar 
mm. are making the way towards you guys. One with the red trimmed armor looks at you. You guys make eye contact. Mm. It's a tense situation. You can feel there's quite the bad blood between the two of you. You see the knights start to almost get in the way of the beast. Mm. You see that it pulls away, the man in the armor pulls away. Walker, with your success, you see through the through the mist, through the haze, a small glint, a shine towards where Kala's running. I first tell Luke so that he'll be aware. And I tell him, I somehow see Kala is breaking away. Maybe something happened. I'm going to go check on him. You don't see him. Once oh. You saw the small glint, but once he made his way into the, the mist, it's like trying to see through London fog. Do I still see the glint? No, it was a quick shine. Oh, mm. okay. Never mind. I don't do that. You guys press on forward? Yes, but I do let Luke know what I saw. Okay, the glint. Um, I feel like we can worry about Kala soon, but we need to get ourselves to shelter. So I see a cave here to the right. Uh, we need to get there as fast as possible. What are the knights doing? You see some of them are fighting the beast. You see the one that looks to be the commander speak to one of the knights and rush back towards you, mm-hmm. giving chase. Giving chase to us. Maybe not us, maybe you. Okay, so I think, I'm going to tell him, I'm going to communicate the direction of the cave as clearly as possible, mm-hmm. as quickly as possible, to uh, to Walker. He doesn't have goggles, right? No. No. So as you're, as you're trying to explain the direction, Stefan, hey, jump on. We're one light now. All right. I'm going to book it in the opposite direction. I'm going to be like, get to safety and run off. After he says that, do we see the red trim knight give way and chase him? Yes. I think at that moment I understand and I'm kind of happy that he kept the goggles. Yeah. I was tempted to give him up. No, no. I, if I knew the situation, you should keep him. So I'll get to you guys soon. If I get a chance to say anything else, then uh, I break off. You guys make it to safety. The cave is a respite sanctuary from the horrors that you have just seen. You begin to rest. Stefan looks at you. His body is covered in scars. Like I said before, he's breathing heavily. I put my coat over John Mm -hmm. and then check on uh, the work that Kala did. Okay. So as you look at John and the work that Kala did, the cave is small. It's damp. You could smell the, the, the mildew and the spores and the fauna. You see some, there's some light coming off from further in, but it's bioluminescence from some of the creatures skittering about. You look at Kala's work on John through this bioluminescence, and it's pretty shoddy, but it works. You know, he's just tied it as hard as he could, as strong mm-hmm. as he could. Now that we're in a much safer location and have a bit more time, it feels, I'm going to try to do a cleaner job since we were kind of rushed doing that. Uh, Don't worry about rolling. Okay. So 
with that being said, the camera swings back into Luke's perspective. Mm. What do you do, Luke? Okay. I think I'm just using uh, all my ability to run as fast as possible. Okay. Give me um, athletics or a coordination check. Here's athletics. Difficulty? Hard. He's no, average. Average. But you have a setback, and one of those purples is a red. No successes, but no failures. To advantage. With your advantage, what do you want to do? Um, trying to. I think I just want to get a gauge on uh, how um, uh, how violent uh, the approach is. Like, does he want to talk, or is he he's set to kill? So, as he's pulling up, you see he begins to draw a halberd hmm. of gold. Hmm. It is not looking like he wants to talk. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Uh, that case, um, yeah, I'm gonna try to use uh, the train to my advantage. Um, is he? Does he seem slowed down at all by the Avernus? No, he does not. So we switch back to the cave. Stefan looks at all of you. He takes off the, the skull. He goes, Hoy. It's bad. Your arm looks in bad shape, too. Mm. You're still pretty old. Wait, uh, when did you get old? Time. Oh, I don't even want to ask. You, you already did. Time. Yeah. You, time you and spores like... make you old. Oh, oh no. You're not looking too good either. We lost a young one too. I have no idea. I saw him walk toward a certain location. There was a glint of light all of a sudden. And then he was gone. I have no idea where he went. Are you okay, Stefan? Because I'm going to take this time to take care of John. I'm down a rope. But besides that, I'm pretty good. Hey, he told me to do that. Hey, I appreciate it. Here, let me treat your wounds. Yeah, help me out. Um, I only have basic field knowledge. So he, he starts to concoct um, a remedy, an elixir. He puts it in your mouth. Drink. Uh, okay. So as soon as you drink it, everything kind of goes drowsy. The pain subsides and you fall into a slumber. Oh. All right. I get the bedroll ready and um, I tuck them in. We can't be here for too long. Uh, do we just head out or do we wait for the, the other guy too, uh, Luke? I'm conflicted because I feel like this is something we should help him with. But then again, this is his own kind of personal vendetta he's got going on. Same with same with Kala. I have no idea where he went. And at least it's clear where we're heading. So it can go either way. We can try to help him and find them. Or we meet them at the obelisk, but I fear that we won't know if they'll even make it. I fear that if we wait here too long, they they won't make it or we'll get overtaken by the Virtus and the wildlife. We should probably press forward. We got to at least give John some time to recover. So how about... He's asleep. He's not going to feel anything. It's time to move. If now, If not now, then never. Can we hold on? I'm not asking for a really long time. Maybe just 30 minutes. Just to see if Luke can come back to us. Okay. Okay. So we switch back. 
You guys are running to the forest. Yep. I think uh, I'm getting the sense that I'm not going to be able to outrun him on his horse. So, bison. Uh, sorry? His bison. He's on the bison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, so I think, um, I think I'm going to stop running. Draw my sword, shield, take stance. Uh, probably say, didn't think you'd come all this way out just to kill me. The knight gets off the bison. Traitor, how dare you show your face? I think uh, Luke is going to take a second, you know, like, hesitate for a second, almost try to plead his case. But just say, I don't know, I'm sorry. With that, you see the knight's halberd light a fire. He emanates from it. Single light. And we'll end there. The Scorching Ray podcast is Jordan Tran, Ian Rodriguez Salgado, Glenn Merrifield, Dominic Tim. Through the Mist uses a modified Genesis role-playing system by Fantasy Flight Games. You can email us at scorchingraypodcast at gmail.com and you can find us on Twitter at scorchingraypod. And remember, let that fire in your soul burn brightly as you travel through the mist. Hey, John. No. Fuck. It's Walker. It's Walker, Kala. Can you see me?